The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? Martini Day! Yay! <laughs> As if that's a shock. <laughs> you know... We just love them, and, and we're enjoying this French vermouth. Actually, the French vermouth's amazing. Yeah, it's it actually different, makes it, but it's good. It's actually... As funky as it is, it, it doesn't is funky. Come, doesn't come up that way in the martini. No, right, and we noticed it other ways, so we're just like, I'm not sure. Yeah. But this has actually been really good, and it's really, I'm amazed how yellow it is, because like yeah. Dolan comes out very clear, right, and so it gives just a slight yellow cast to the martini. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. That's delicious. Yeah, really good. Really good. Congratulations on another perfect martini. Yeah. The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. All right, this chapter is called Beauty. Mm-hmm. And the chapter begins where the last chapter ended, where she's been spanked in the tavern right. and he walks up the stairs, spanking her with the paddle occasionally. And now he's alone with her in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And they have a conversation about the spankings. Mm-hmm. And she's sort of struggling with it. But he has it like, the reason I spank you is to make you pliable. Yeah. And then he pretty much layers into her with it. Yeah. (laughs) And she's sort of freaking out. But, you know, she's also not aroused by the experience, but almost like she, like the pleasure that she gets from it is like his excitement that she's being paddled and smacked. But for her, it just feels like her ass is really hot and she's crying and she's sort of struggling Mm -hmm. with all of that. Right. And then he tells her to undress him using only her teeth. Right. Which is, you know, okay. He doesn't have buttons. He has, like, laces. Ties and, and things, yeah. So she, she manages to get down and undress him, and then she tells him to take off his pants. 
and she does that with her teeth, and she's right by his cock, and of course he has her suck his cock. Right, which, which she hadn't even considered. Hadn't considered, yeah. Right. Just and but she does, and it wasn't clear whether he ejaculated or just had pre cum. Sounded like pre cum. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. But anyway, he has her do that, and then he tells her to get on the bed and lay down, and she does, and then she hears voices, and it's the prince telling somebody to wash her, and of course the person washing her is the girl who was giving her a spanking earlier. Right, and he particularly says, you can talk to one another. Yes, you can talk, exactly. And they do a little bit, you know, and this little village girl gives her, like, so many props as both being physically beautiful, but also the power that she has as his claimed princess Mm -hmm. on the community as a whole, and the way the community sees her and is, like, aspiring to be her. Mm -hmm. She's so beautiful and flawless, and she talks about how women in the village would change places with her in a minute. Now she's thinking, well, but they don't know they get spanked. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so he, after she washes her and needs her, she sort of has these feelings of arousal associated Mm -hmm. with the pleasure after the pain. Yeah. That I'm interested in your experience of. But Mm -hmm. the prince comes back in and... He makes the princess kiss the girl's feet, but then he has her bind her to the bed in a straddle posture, standing up with her mm-hmm. legs wide apart, her arms wide apart, bound to the bed with sack. So there's some bondage in that, but she has to sleep in that posture. Yeah, so he can and see her, so he can but see her. that she's out of reach. She's out of reach, and he says to her, basically, I'm going to be the only one who pleasures you. But you have to, like, suffer with not being pleasured so that you understand that that pleasure comes from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just thought it was interesting because it's just a little different than I thought it, how it would go. Mm-hmm. But I just thought it was interesting because there was a part of me thinking that the, the way the writer would write through that part of it was that he would have the girl pleasure her rather than mm. have her not pleasure her and then her not be pleasured. Right. Anyway, so that was the chapter. I think this is when I started getting into the book only because I didn't know at the time I was that type of masochist, but I could feel excitement of the idea of it. Yeah. And I think it even made me go explore around this time because it was like the first I had really, you know, I heard people had spanked, but not like in this context of a power context like yeah. that. You know, I heard people slapping each other's butt while they're having sex and things like that, but not yeah. like this. Yes. And this was attractive. And so I actually was, I didn't know if I'd like it or not, but I was like, I actually looked up in the greater Seattle area spanking clubs. Oh, right. Like to that, look, yeah. because I thought, oh, well, that might work for me because I don't want to have sex with people. I don't know. I knew yes. that much about me to know that I had to have relatedness and stuff and Mm -hmm. but that I could explore this because those clubs were set up not on sex but they were set up on this kink this fetish and I thought well then that would be a safer way to do it but then I was like yeah but you could get someone who could wail on you too so like what if I don't like that you know I didn't really know that much about I mean I've been playing online but it's you know and they talk about even at that time, I had talked about safe words for online stuff. Right. But mom, it's not real. So, right. you know, safe words were like the farthest thing from my mind. And I didn't consider that that would be part of the construct of even a spanking club. So I thought, right. 
could I, as a, if I went alone, would that be dangerous for me as a woman? And then what if they don't honor, <laughs> you know, it's like eyes wide shut. I started right. having all these ideas of like, well, what if they don't let me go? Or what if they don't, you know, and I was just like, ah, uh, scaring myself into maybe not acting on it. Mm. But now in retrospect, I laugh when I hear myself say all that because I was obviously showing signs that I was interested in some part of it. Sure. You know. Very much. And it turns out you are a masochist. And it yeah. turns out you've actually explored it quite deeply. Mm, yeah. Which is great. Now, I was thinking about the relationship between he and her as he's describing the context for him spanking her mm-hmm. as being effectively just for his pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that in my own experience as a sadist. Correct. Like, where does that live for me? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you and I have talked about this. You know, I enjoy impact play with you. Yes. And I'm particularly turned on by your red ass. Like, I find that very <laughs> erotic and exciting. Right. Right? right. In fact, that was a big part of my intention mm-hmm. in trying to find somebody who I could have a spanking relationship with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Now, there was a part of me that when the time you showed up in my life, I was involved in discipline based spankings Correct. as well. Correct. And I was thinking about that. And again, my context there was really punishment to enforce a change of behavior. Yes. So that's different. But I was listening to the way he described it as just being something that gives him pleasure. Like a sadist. Like a sadist, right? And I didn't really like listen into his speaking in that way. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, that's not how I think about it. Sure. Anymore, maybe at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you, I would have been more curious about that experience because I had that context to some degree, Mm -hmm. but I don't now. And I was interested in your takeaway from her experience as being the masochist or experiencing the spanking on that basis where it's just for his pleasure. Well, I think definitely early on in my masochism, you know, we had when I'd get caned, it wasn't my favorite thing to have happen. Right. Right. But the pleasure you got from it, as well as the service, the obedience, the personal enduring were all um, attractive parts of it for me. Mm. And there was more attractive or good parts of it versus unattractive or bad parts that I continue to explore that path. Sure. You know, that's just kind of how it landed for me. Yeah. Because it was completely unknown to right. me at any level. I had never experienced that. So when even with claiming, it was the first experience I'd ever had. Sure. Yeah. He described the spanking as making her malleable. I think that's the hormones, I was going to yeah. say. It's got to be the hormone rush. Yeah, the endorphins. And that she's mm-hmm. kind of on a little bit of a endorphin high afterwards. Yeah, and you know, you and I had this experience where that was your experience also. Yes. And and I and we noticed that it lasted for days. Yeah. Right, yeah. after a impact scene. Yeah. And so that euphoria that one gets from impact play that comes out of that experience Sure, that that's going to make her more malleable, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I, I was focused a little bit on that, thinking about our experience together. Sure, and, sure. And I can relate to that. So the chapter ends with her in bondage. Yes. And denial. Yes. So in this chapter, we get spanking. Yep. We get oral sex for the first time. Yep. We we get bondage for the first time, mm-hmm. and we get oh, and the girl kissed her, and the girl kissed her. 
thigh. Kissed her thigh. Just kissed her thigh. So a but, little bit of. And she said she felt arousal from she the did. touch. So, so this was a new thing. Another new thing. So a bunch of new things. The bondage, I thought, was not well played. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. I think because if somebody were to fall asleep with their arms bound above their head, they could yeah. actually, you know, that's how they crucified people. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. So that's not a good thing. But again, this is not an instruction manual. Right, of course you not. Know? This so, is not. It's fantasy. Yeah. But she is introducing lots of kinks that, even if they're just like little introductions. Yeah, that's what I'm amazed about. Is like, yeah. even in one chapter, we get exposed to a ton of different types of kinks. Yeah. The same thing was true in the earlier chapter. You know, she was, there was pet play, there was spanking, there was public humiliation, humiliation degradation. Yeah. There was a lot of things. So... What we have to look forward to in the next chapter is she's being walked to the castle mm-hmm. and the peasant girl tells her that the whole village is going to be there. Yeah, to everyone watch. in the kingdom everyone. is going to be lining the streets. Yeah, and they all, they're all in support of her and in awe of her. Mm-hmm. So the point of the chapter is that she's being told again and again and again by this girl that she is beautiful and she needs to take that in mm-hmm. effectively mm-hmm. as a object of desire for the whole village. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really all I have on this chapter. Just a quick announcement. If you're into animal play and you're in L.A. on the 21st of July, there's a play party occurring that's hosted by Madame Marguerite, which you can find on her website. It's a full immersion party. Her website is madamemarguerite.com, M-A-D-A-M-E, M-A-R-G-H-E-R-I-T-E dot com, and you can find details for the event there. Enjoy. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers!